The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. Call them triple O, Bills Mafia, we heating up, we too electrical, we got bean to plug, electric show, we wired up, hit up Rico, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, we back at it again, folks, we squeaked the big one today, did we ever, but I'll take it, Buffalo Bills take down the Cleveland Browns 31-23. I would have loved it for it to be just an, a, a complete annihilation. I would have loved it for it to, to really, for us to just dominate this game offensively, defensively, special teams. Sometimes two out of three is all right. Two out of three is all right. I'd say one out of three, really. But uh, point is, we took the dub, and that's what matters today, folks. The Bills are seven and three, and we avoid going six and four because that would have been problematic. Problematic. Uh, we take down the Cleveland Browns, and the Cleveland Browns, as I knew, was going. They, they were going to. I mean, not, I wouldn't say lay down, but they they came out. You know, what I'm saying they came out playing pretty well, and we came out extremely flat. And when I say flat, we were absolutely flat, and it was not good. It wasn't good. So uh, we needed this win, folks. We needed this win in the in the worst way, and um, but it came with some challenges. Boy, did it ever come with some challenges! Now, before I even get into the box score, before I get into that, we got to get into what the Bills had to go through before even stepping on the field. You you have a city full of snow. I'm talking. I'm not talking about a few inches, man. I'm talking about like feet. I'm talking about three, four, you know, five feet of snow out there, in, in some places. Uh, and it was rough. The community pulled together. The city of what they call good neighbors in Buffalo pulled together. Driveways are being plowed, shoveled for the, some of these players, helping each other out. Play non non players helping each other out, and that's what's great about uh buffalo man anytime i go to buffalo anytime actually you know what every time i've been to buffalo it's always been love no matter what it's always been love whether you're a foreigner or not you know what i'm saying and the fact that they call you know I me mean, buffalo the city neighbors is legit and this is this that's that's what's what's taking place uh this past weekend and uh the bills were able to get themselves out of buffalo to head over to detroit now that being said the whole week, they weren't able to practice. Everything was done virtually. So they had no practice. They had no time with one another. Everybody was pretty much stuck at home doing this whole Zoom call and all that good stuff. So there was no time together to practice. And then late yesterday, a flight at 4 p.m. gets them into Detroit. That's the time that they can kind of do walkthroughs, if you will. Not enough time to kind of really put a really true game plan and, and put things together. So you saw how flat they were in the first half. Absolutely flat. 
Like, it was awful. First quarter, I, I've never seen anything different. I've, sir, I've never seen anything like that in, in such a long time where it just, we were out of sorts. Josh didn't look like himself. The offense was flat. Just nothing was in our favor. You know what I'm saying? Like, just not good. Not good at all. And then you get Cleveland goes up 7 nothing already. You're like, what? At one point, it was like 10 nothing. I was like, what's going on? Like, what is happening? So um, kudos to these Bills, man. Kudos to these Bills. They got their act together, and they're still able to put 31 points on the board, right? And right now, we have, what, number one or number two offense. Um, so that's that makes a big deal. Now, a lot of people want to, like, well, how come they were flat? Have you have you ever, like, listen, for those that, that golf, I'm going to use golf because I'm not a good golfer whatsoever. But, like, to go from your house right to the freaking first, the first hole and tee off. Don't you warm up. Don't do shit. Just pull your club out and hit. No practice screen. Just get in there. You know what I mean? Like, that's tough, man. You want to you wanna be able to go, you know what I'm saying, and, and warm up and do some, do some things, right? These guys, you got 90 dudes, you know what I'm saying, 22 cats, starters, you, no, you weren't able to get together. So you're going to be out of sorts. And it, and it looked exactly that way, out of sorts in the first half. So to want to shift blame on the fact that we've been a little off, you know what I'm saying? Especially, you know what I mean? Losing the last two has not been great. So a lot of eyes have been on Buffalo, a scrutiny, and we, we, are, we are poking and prodding at, at everything the Bills do, myself included. So these players, these coaches, they feel that. So in order to try to work things out and make things better, you practice. But they weren't even able to do that. So they had to pretty much go in there cold to beat the Cleveland Browns. So give them credit for that, at least. Now, there were some really good things that happened this game, and there were some things that have me scratching my head that have me concerned, very much concerned, and I don't like it. And we're going to talk about that. Uh, but for now, let's let's give these guys credit for pulling out the W and getting this win. Josh Allen, let me just start off with Josh Allen. Josh Allen, uh, 18 for 27. 197 yards through under 200 yards, which is fine. Sometimes it's going to happen, right? 7.3 yards a pop. So it wasn't like he wasn't able to, you know what I mean, make some, some throws and, and get some first downs. It took a while to get there, but it eventually started cooking a little bit. One touchdown. And the beautiful thing about this, zero turnovers, zero interceptions. We like that. That's what we want from our QB1. Do not give the ball over to the other team we want to keep that football with us right so no turnovers one touchdown pass to stefan Diggs on a five-yard route and um you took two sacks it's gonna happen you know what i'm saying and uh had a, had a rating of 100 so he had an efficient game today he could he have been better absolutely but that first half was so glaring we just knew that it wasn't himself now let's let's stay on josh forget about the statistics let's stay on josh and what what is weak is what is the last month has been like Right. And more so the last week, because people have been on his ass. They've been on his ass. Right. He was once the front runner for MVP. He's not even on the list right now, according to some. I still think he's definitely one of the one of the best in the league and, and still his name should be up there in MVP. Are you going to have some moments where you falter? Absolutely. Right. However, 
He's not even on the list for MVP anymore, to, according to some. So right now, he's, he's dealing with that personally. You know what I'm saying? Personally, he's dealing with that. Secondly, he's dealing with throwing six freaking turnovers the last three games. On top of that, 10 interceptions leading the league. He's dealing with that, and he's hearing it. And he's knowing it very much so because of the 0-2 hole that we're in, that we were in recently. And the reason we got into that 0-2 hole because of his freaking turnovers. You can call it what you want, but it is what it is. Those turnovers are what hurt and what actually gave us this, this, this blemish that we have on our record these last two games, the freaking turnovers. So he was able to put that nonsense to bed. No turnovers today. It was very efficient with the football. It took him some time to get, get going, but he started to kind of start cooking. He started to really, really get going. Now, let's talk about where his completions were going today. And I found that very interesting. The, the game plan and what we've been asking, and sometimes they're going to take away your best weapon, which is Stefan Diggs. You got to learn to trust other people. And the one thing that Josh Allen said that he's like, I've got though my whole life. I've always been the guy to, you know what I mean? Put it on me. And I'm paraphrasing here. And I've got to learn to trust my teammates, trust other people. And that he did today. Right. And the one person that he, he trusted very much. So was Dawson Knox, Dawson Knox, seven targets, seven receptions. That's Dawson Knox career high in seven receptions. That's it's uncanny. It's, it's unreal to me. Seven targets, seven receptions, 70 yards, 10 yards of pop. You know what I'm saying? That is lovely. We pay that man, what is it, $14 million a year? Is that what we're paying? Someone please double check that for me. I, I could be wrong. $14 million a year. I He better get the football. He better get the football. So I like seeing the fact that we've gone away from forcing it to digs. Not that we do force it, but they're going to come a time where they try to take digs away and you have to go to somebody else. And he did right. Dawson Knox is our leading receiver today with seven, seven receptions for 70 yards today. Lovely. Gabe Davis was our second best receiver. He's seven targets. He had a couple of drops. He had a big drop on a slant uh, or it was like a post in the middle and he got a big drop. And that's something you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta bring that in. Um, but five receptions for 68 yards and off of seven targets. And it looked like the, the game plan was to obviously spread the ball around and, and force Josh to trust his guys. That's what it felt like. So that's why it looked weird to us, the viewer, because we're used to make a play, go to 14. You need to make a play, I'll use my legs. You need to make a play, go to 14, right? And that's what, it, that's what it's been. And for the most part, a lot of teams have been, haven't been able to stop it. It's just... Because we just come at you and we don't stop. And, and if you're trying to man-to-man on digs, he's taking off to run the football. So today, there was a conscious effort on not doing that. How many, t- how many runs did Josh Allen have today? Josh Allen had three runs today. Three runs. And I don't think I saw one designed run. Not one designed run. And how lovely this was, all the running was put with the running back. Let the RBs do what they're supposed to do. Wasn't that nice to see? I know some people are like, but I like when we air it out. I love when we put points on the board. We put 31 points on the board. That's what we average. So what was the difference? What was the difference? What was the difference? <laughs> <coughs> you know what I'm saying? There was no difference. We just, we just spread the ball differently. That was the difference today. 
and I loved every bit of it. And it's not sexy. He didn't have 400 yards passing, but sometimes it's not necessary. Sometimes you don't need to have 400 yards passing. Sometimes you don't need to have 300 yards passing. Sometimes you got to lean on the running backs for crying out loud. We have them, right? We have a whole whack of those guys. We've been traded for one. Lean on those guys. That's a whole different ballgame that I'm going to talk on. But we're still on Josh Allen. And it was nice to see Josh Allen spread the ball around. Gabe Davis, five for 68. Stephon Diggs had four for 48, right? 21, he had five targets, 21 long, and he had a touchdown, right? So he, they got involved, but it wasn't until late. Because I even came into watching the game, and I was like, did Stephon Diggs even step off the freaking plane? I, I, I can't be the only one that asked that question. Did, was he, did, did something happen? Like, who, where is he? Where did he go? Like, what's happening? How come I don't see Stefan Diggs? Like, I, some, somebody talked to me. And until I started realizing, hold on now. Hold on now. He, there, there's, a, there's, a, there's clearly something happening here. They're trying to spread the ball around. And one thing that I did like today was the emphasis on going to Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis, now, we want to be tough on Gabe Davis. And as we should. But when some people are going through a drop drought, if you will, you know what I'm saying? Or a drop streak, if you will, um, it, 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 you get into your head. It's a, it, this game is mental, man. This game is mental. The physical ability, you got it. But it's mental sometimes. Sometimes you get in your own damn head. So it's, it's, it's one of those situations where you got to get your guys back into it. Right. So with Gabe Davis, with the drops he's been having, dude, he's he's one of the top top pass droppers in the game. He's he's at a, He's got a drop rate of 17 percent. Yikes. We can't have that. We cannot have that. So um, the fact that we got Gabe Davis back into it, that one hand catch, although it was out of bounds, you're getting his confidence back up. Once you get Gabe Davis's confidence back up, then everything will start to come in and formulating it back on track. Right now, we're off track. We're off track. So now we got to get back on track. And how many times does that happen? In relationships, friendships. Sometimes you get off track and you got to do something to get back on track. Do things that get you back going again. So that 17% drop right from, from my man uh, Gabe Davis, eesh, it's rough. That is rough. So the fact, the, fact of the, matter, the fact of the matter is this. We spread the ball around. And it was lovely. 18 completions, seven to Dawson Knox, Gabe Davis, 12 receptions between the two. And then you had four for Gabe Davis and then two for Devin Singletary. I'd like to see more receptions going to our running backs named James Cook and Naeem Hines. But that's a whole nother conversation. We're going to talk about that. But uh, Josh Allen, I'm not fretting whatsoever. The guy's a professional. He will get his act together. He will get back on track. And when he does get back on track and he starts doing what he needs to do, watch out is going to be problematic and we're going to be right back on track and be rooting for this team. But the difference is he will be able to feel like he can trust everybody. That's the big difference. Not having to put everything on his shoulders. That's a lot of stress on one person. So hopefully we start to kind of see the differences on this, on the squad. And uh, we can make that, we can make that happen. Now let's go to the run game, the run game, Devin Singletary. Now this is, I got it. Listen, listen, I got to give love. I got to give love to this freaking run game, all right? Two things. I know people are going to be like, hey, aren't you happy that they ran the ball? You damn right. I'm happy they ran the ball. And it wasn't that they ran the ball. They ran the ball with Devin Singletary, with James Cook. 
how nice is it to see James Cook look like the running back that y'all been saying he is? This is the first time I get to see, okay, let me see what he's got. Okay. They're giving him touches. They're not just giving him three touches because that's what I needed to see because he didn't impress me at all this year. This game, I was like, okay, okay. We've committed to actually running the football to these two backs, and they did. Devin Singletary, 18 carries. 18 carries for Devin Singletary. James Cook, 11 carries. That makes sense. Give it to your backs. You drafted James Cook in the second round. Give him the football. And we were actually able to see something for crying out loud. So maybe this was the game we needed to like, okay, we don't necessarily have to put the stress on Josh Allen. We have these capable backs, but we've had them all year. This is the crazy part to me. But the point is, we did it. We were able to get these guys going. Both these backs had 86 yards apiece. We ran the ball today for 171 yards today. So I don't want to see that we don't run the ball because we can't run. The, we can run the ball clearly. Clearly, Dorsey's the one that's like, nah, I don't feel like it. I'm going to run a screen instead. No, nah, man, run the effing ball because we can. You see it. There, there it was today. Now, we fully took advantage of a defense in Cleveland that's not very good, but that's what you have to do. You're, you're up on score. You're, du- you're up double digits. You need to run the football. You're beating a team that has no, not a good defense. You need to run the football, right? That's necessary, and we did it today. But why so long to take advantage of this shit? I don't get that, man. So Devin Singletary, 18 carries for 86 yards, 4.8 yards a pop, almost five yards a pop, and a touchdown. Lovely. Doesn't that feel freaking good, and doesn't it feel normal? Let the man run the rock. That's what that's they get paid to do that shit. James Cook, the rookie, comes in 11 carries, 86 yards. Went off, he ripped a 29 yard run. That was a big one. And almost eight yards a pop today. 86 yards rushing. My goodness. Let's keep it rolling, man. You know, these guys have the capabilities of doing it. The offensive line got rolling. Let's roll. But Dorsey, my friend Dorsey, you got to get off that whole. You know what I mean? Put everything on Josh Allen. You have horses in the backfield. Give them the football. They'll do what they're supposed to do. And guess what? They did. 171 yards rushing today. And guess what? The leading rusher was not Josh Allen. That's balanced to me. That's balanced, man. We threw 27 times, and we ran the ball 33 times. And we still win. And we still put up 31 points. What's the problem? Nothing. So, Hopefully, Dorsey is learning. Now, I got to give it to him. I'm not going to make excuses for Dorsey because I got my I got my bones to pick with Dorsey, but he's got to learn the same way Brian Dable's got to learn. Brian Dable had to learn the same way. Remember? Because I was on Brian Dable's ass. I was like, what are we doing? We look pathetic. We this, that, and the third. He had to work his kinks, and now look where he's at right now. He's got the Giants looking damn good. I don't know if the Giants won today. I'm not sure, but he's got the Giants with a winning record, but it took... It took time to get there. It took time to get there for Dorsey, excuse me, for Brian Dable. So Dorsey, although he's got off to a really good start, you can't expect this Cinderella to all to go all the way. He's going to have some bumps in the roads, and he's going to have to work his way out of these bumps in the roads. And this was one of those. The last two games, not that he called horrible games, but now he's got to learn to call a balanced game, a more balanced game. And when we need to, to, to depend on Josh Allen, then we can call on him. 
Because then we like, yo, we need you. We need the $250 million man. Let's go. Get us out of this. Because right now, the X is not running or the this is not working and that's not working. Now we need you. But we've been doing that with Josh Allen all season long. Brother gets tired at one point, right? And then he starts making mistakes. And that's exactly what happened. So now, eliminate those, those uh, positions to put Allen in bad positions to make these mistakes. And you have games like today. What's wrong with that? Huh? Shit. My goodness, man. Uh, did the Giants win today? No, <clears throat> no, Rico. The Giants laid a big snake and egg against them. Oh, they lost to Detroit. Go figure. <laughs> I'm talking a big game for Dable, and then he loses to Detroit. But anyway, Detroit's weird. They're a very good offense, and sometimes things things change. But anyway, nonetheless, uh, lovely to see what the run game was able to do. Now, for those that say, Rico, you've been hitting on James Cook, because I can't ignore y'all, because I've been, I've been talking a big game on James Cook, and what has he done? What can he do? Well, he looked good today. I'm not saying I'm going to eat crow because I'm not going to eat crow. I wanted to see this, but I just never did. So until I did, I'm like, I ain't trusting it until I see it. But we were able to see it because Ken Dorsey was able to man up and say, all right, let me, let me give these guys the football. Let me let, let me let these guys rock with the football. And that happened today. So I'm good with that. I am very good with that. Now, did you guys see, I mean, I'm not going to ignore it either. Did you guys see? When Stefan Diggs was, uh, he went over to Coach McDermott and it, he wasn't yelling. He wasn't animated. He was just kind of like, you can tell that he was like, yo, what you want me to do again? Like, what you want me to do? Like, I came out, I warmed up with everybody. I did everything I was supposed to do. Like, what you want me to do? And Dorsey was like, yo, just chill. This is what it looked like. Just chill. It's coming your way. Just relax. Don't worry about it. He's working. I don't know if you're saying... Josh is going to work it out. He's, we, got, we got a game plan or stick, just stick to the game plan. You know what I'm saying? We want to get these other guys involved. So stick to the game plan. But that stood out a lot. It stood out a lot. Hold on. I got wifey coming through to, uh, oh, I totally forgot that I asked for this. So if you guys are probably wondering, uh, let, me, let me lower this lower this a little bit. So it's his birthday You want to get in the mic? Get in the mic. Not really. I need a shower. <laughs> So, uh, for those that don't know, it's uh, it's your boy's birthday today. Uh, I turned 58. There it is. I turned 38 today, so she brought me a piece of cake. Um, my cake. I get to have that cake later. Um, mm, After I shower. Miking, eating on the mic is the worst thing you should ever do, but I have to have cake because the Bills won today, number one. And number two, I got to take a sip. What did you make of this? Water. Mm? I thought it was liquor, but it's just water. So you know what? <laughs> We're gonna celebrate with water. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we'll go from there. So a big celebration. The Bills win today. It's my birthday. And uh, you know what I mean? Let me let me give myself a little bit of some. Yo, this cake is it's actually pretty good. Pretty good cake. So I'm gonna have two cakes. I'm gonna have this cake. I'm gonna have that cake later. Uh, mm, and we're good to go. So let me move away from this for a second. Thank you, mom. Appreciate it. I'm eating on the mic, so I shouldn't be eating on the mic, but your boy had to. So, appreciate that. That's love. Wifey came through and showed me some love right now. And I got to drink out of my uh, celebration cup. Mm-hmm. Now, back to it. Excuse me, folks, while I uh, handle this real quick. So, here's the deal. This, this, this situation that we're in right now with what we saw with Diggs, and to me, I think it's, it's one of those situations where it's like, 
just you know the game plan. We haven't had practice. We haven't been able to do the things that we need to do. This is the game plan that we're going to go right now. We need this game. Let's go. So Diggs, you know what I'm saying, had to really have the control. He was lost for words, man. He had to have the control to say, all right, I got it. And guess what? They kind of got together. They got, they got together on a few a few calls. The touchdown pass was a nice slant, right? Plucked it. Legit. So kudos to those two guys working it out. The one thing I'm going to say I did not like, where they showed Stefan Diggs having that conversation with McDermott, and the ball's going to Gabe Davis. So you're like, hmm, could there be a riff? What's happening, right? Stefan Diggs scores the touchdown. So I'm like, okay, I want to see Josh Allen run up to him and give him a, you know what I'm saying? Because that's normally what we see. And I'm like, okay, that's not 17. High fives, that's not 17. And then finally at the end, they kind of gave each other a dap. You're like, okay, that's good. But the way they played it on TV, like, oh, there might be a rift between it. Don't be surprised if the media starts spinning that there was some kind of rift between those two because he wasn't getting the football. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hope that's not the case whatsoever. But I did I did see that, and I realized that. And I was like, mm, I hope you guys don't play that. And then they did the side-by-side screen where Josh Allen is sitting on one side and Diggs is sitting on the other. I didn't like that. I like they were trying to paint something that was going on, and it's probably nothing. But nonetheless, it is – um. It was something that I did realize and I did recognize, and I hope that is nothing and they get over it. We got the win and we got it here. Everything is much better when you win football games. When you win football games, man, you can get by. Yeah, listen, man, we didn't have much time to practice with each other. We're good to go. Let's not stress. We got this. So, but you know what, Marshall, you know, man, that's the media for you, man. Anytime they can try to paint something, oh, there could be a riff going on, but they didn't say it. The media guys didn't say it, but the video, that's what shows it. You feel me? So I'm I'm glad that nothing nothing stood out with that. My man P Money says, yo, McDermott told Diggs to get his guys going. That could be it too. I don't know. Maybe you guys are watching the press conferences, but we'll see. Maybe he said, hey, man, it's for you as a leader to try to get all these other guys going. So don't worry. It's coming your way. Just stay with the game plan. We got this. So maybe that's what it is, man. We'll see how this plays out. But uh, I'm not worried about what I saw. I like what I saw. It was nice to see balance today on the offense. And we'll go from there. Uh, Wayman Brown says, yo, from a fellow 84 baby West wishes. Hey, best wishes to you, my man. Yo, where you eight? Where the 84 babies at, man? If you're born in 1984, man, smash that like for your boy and let's let's kick it, man. And if you're a Scorpio in there, do a stubble, a double smash that like. You feel me? Um, but folks, let's get right into it, man. Defensive side of the ball. <clears throat> Woo! Defense. OMG. Jacoby Brissett looked like an all-pro quarterback today. And thank you, Dane Jackson. Thank you, Christian Benford. Thank you. Thank you guys all because y'all got cooked today. Oh, my gosh, man. I feel like Adrian Bronner, man. Y'all feel like Adrian Bronner. Yo, I'm not going to lie, man. I'm I'm getting cooked because y'all were getting cooked. Dane Jackson, this was not his game. Dane Jackson was, this was not Dane Jackson's game. They just did not let off of that man. That brother got cooked. When I say he got cooked, oh my, it makes you wonder if Coach McDermott is like, yo, Trey, are you ready yet? Are you ready? Because Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones took these guys to work. Oh my goodness, man. Wow. Dane is number 30, by the way. Dane, Dane is number 30, and um, Hamlin is number three. We'll talk about Hamlin uh, in a moment, 
But my goodness, man, this this was rough to see Dane Jackson just get actually cooked. So let me go back to the box score and see what Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett today had, dude, let me, I got to give a shout out, by the way. First of all, uh, Chevy says his coverage is fine. Everyone catches on him. His coverage is fine. If his coverage is fine, you know what I'm saying? He'd be in position to not let them catch it. They were catching everything today. Everything. My goodness, fam. And this is the NFL. This is not college, right? So, like, you give a guy two yards, you think you're close. That's not, that's not close enough. You got to be closer. You know what I mean? Now, granted, granted, Jacoby Brissett was putting the football on, on these dudes on great angles, man. And, but they just happened to be on our corners, and their corners, our corners could not handle our corners cannot handle it. If they weren't holding, you know what I'm saying? Then, you know what I mean? They were getting cooked. And because Dane Jackson today was not his day. Jacoby Brissett went 28-41, 324 yards, eight yards a pop, folks. This, this is Jacoby Brissett. Three touchdowns, no interceptions, got sacked only once, and had a rating of 116.3. Oof. And we have a top 10 defense? Josh Allen was the one struggling against the Cleveland Browns. Now, yes, we didn't practice. We, I mean, we were all out of sorts. But Josh Allen should be able to outduel that defense without Greg Newsom, their top corner. So, like, what happened? Right? Very bizarre. Uh, give a shout out to my man. Ask me. Shout out to Tina. I said my man. Tina, thank you for that super chat. And I appreciate that very much. So, appreciate that. Thank you so much for that. That super sticker. Uh, much love. Now, here's the deal. Going back to the defense, all right, and we got to we got to stick to it because we I can't let this I can't let this go. Good and bad. Cleveland's rushing. We kept the Cleveland rush attack to 80 yards total, and that includes Kareem Hunt and. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb had 14 carries for 19 yards with an average of 1.4 yards. We absolutely bottled up that run. We bottled up that run game. That run game was non-existent. We took care of business. However, we still allowed this team to put 23 points on us. And this is where we got cooked. Amari Cooper, eight receptions off of 12, 12 targets, eight receptions, 113 yards, 14 yards of pop and two touchdowns. Golly, man. For those that have him in fantasy, y'all cook today. Donovan People Jones. Five receptions off of six targets, 61 yards, 12 yards of pop and a touchdown. Golly, man. They had us, man. They they did work on us. They did work on those corners, and it's tough. And and it's it's like it's like, okay, we've got Jordan Poyer back. Is he gonna be out of shape a little bit? Yes, he's been off for a couple games now. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's nursing that elbow. He got that big brace on the elbow. And there were some moments where Poirier, if not for Poirier, man, that's a big play by the defense. Uh, excuse me, that's a big play by the offense. And then Poirier broke it up. There were times where Poirier were in that, was in that on a tackle on, on Njoku, uh, on a big breakup on Njoku on the, on the corner route. And then also, and he also got hurdled. So keep that in point uh, in mind as well. Um, but Poirier's presence was felt today. But man, we got some work to do with the with the corners now. Mind you, first round corner, Kyrie Elam was out today. We had to bring up Xavier Rhodes. 
I don't know how much of a difference it made if Xavier Ways was was in or out or not, but we do. We gave up 324 yards. Unacceptable. We just can't do that. By the way, shout out to my girl Grace Delano. Uh, appreciate that, love Grace. Uh, it's your birthday. It's, it's your boy's birthday today, so you know what I mean. It's good. We got the dub today, and I'm and I'm extremely thrilled and happy about that. Now, keep this in mind as well, folks. I know that we are traveling to an, another stadium. That whether that should matter or not. I guess it should somewhat, but we travel, we had to travel to another stadium. We had to like be all out of sorts. So the same way Josh was out of sorts, I guess this defense was out of sorts because boy, did we just, we had some moments where we just didn't look good. This defense did not look like a top 10 defense. Do injuries happen? Yes. Tremaine Edmonds. I don't want to hear anybody talk shit about Tremaine Edmonds because Tremaine Edmonds in that defense makes this defense better. Milano without Edmonds makes it's not the same. And vice versa. Both of these guys together, that's what makes this team special. Uh, but Milano held his own today. I mean, this, this, you got some really good key defenders on this team. But the thing that stood out to me is how we allowed this team to stay, stay in the game with these big plays. We allowed too many big plays today. We had Jacoby Brissett had multiple big plays on us, like multiple. Um, you had a 25 yarder. 27 for Donald Donovan at Peoples Jones. We had a screen uh, screenplay to Nick Chubb for 26 yards. Um, it's just 21 yards to Njoku. Like those big plays, we gotta eliminate those big plays, man. We can't have those big plays. We gotta eliminate those. And uh, we just allowed too many big plays by not a team that should be on our level. That team is not on our level. Should not be on our level. They caught us in a moment that we're starting to we're trying to refine ourselves, if you will. They caught us in that moment. So. Um, once we get back on track, 10 times out of 10, we take this team down. No question about it. So uh, it just wasn't nice to see Jacoby Brissett just light us up like that. I hated it. Hated every bit of it. And when they started to make a, a jolt at the end and come back and freaking onside kick goes off of Gabe Davis's dome, bink, right? And I'm like, oh, no, we are not letting this team stay within score to try to make this a ball game. We can't. We had a double triple digit lead we need to keep it we can't let these teams come back in now we play differently a little bit obviously because we don't want to give the big play so we give a little bit of cushioning but golly man we just can't keep giving these these teams an opportunity to come back in this would this should have been a double digit win easily a double digit win but anyway a win is a win and that's all that matters at the end of the day um al bristol what's up al al says Rico, we we should trade we should trade trade day a first and second next year. Boy, you know, Mr. Bristol, with all due respect, <laughs> I can't even keep a straight face. With all due respect, sir, no. We're not going to trade our corner. We need that corner, man. He's got veteran ability. He's seen things. Like, you don't just go in and draft another rookie. You feel me? So I'm just, <laughs> with all due respect, sir, <laughs> we, we, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. Now, speaking of trade, Maybe we see Trey next week. Maybe that's what we see. I don't, I'm, I'm not certain, but we, maybe we do. But according to coach, coach says he's just not ready. Whether it's a mental block, maybe physically, physically, we know that he's there. But according to our guy, the thigh master, the thigh doctor himself, Alex, he says, yo, usually 10.8 weeks, excuse me, 10.8 months is usually the average, right? Nine, nine to 10 months or so. So I think Trey's going on 11, 11 months now. So we should be getting him back. In the, in the very near future, hopefully next week, 
you never know. We'll see how that plays out. But boy, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but like maybe we should get, listen, hopefully Kyrie Elam's uh, injury isn't as bad as we thought and he can come back in there. So uh, we'll see how this plays, man. We'll see how this plays out. But I can't get over how badly defensively on the on the back end we were defending the pass. We were not good today. We weren't good. Um, now, defensively on our side of the ball, leading tackler Tyrell Dotson had 13 tackles today, nine. Tyrell Dotson had an egregious miss tackle on Jacoby Brissett that, that, that turned into a huge gain. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of that whatsoever. But, hey, shit happens, man. A 22-yard gain, that should have been shut down right off the bat. Jacoby Brissett is not a, a, he's not a big-time athlete. Big boy, he can run the football, but it's not his game. And we made that boy look nice like that. So we got we to gotta be better in that. We got to be better in that regard. Um, but uh, Tyrell Dotson, leading tackler. After that was Milano with 12 tackles, eight solo, with a sack, his first of the year, and uh, three tackles for loss. Let me, let's let's kind of give a spotlight on Milano. We've done it before. We'll do it again. This guy's so good, man. Matt Milano is so – he's physical – He's got awareness. Um, the guy is solid. Now, I do have a small bone to pick with folks that like to pick and choose who they can, you know what I mean, poo-poo on. Because a lot of things happened today, and it happened last game as well, when Edmonds was out of the game. We always talk about Edmonds getting swallowed up by blocks. We always talk about uh, Edmonds getting pushed out. And where, where did he go? There were some moments that Milano got the same treatment. He got swallowed up by blocks, couldn't get off a block. It's just one of those things that happens. It just happens. You know what I'm saying? Well, you, got, you just got to fight through them. You got to fight through them. But for the most part, this defense, we didn't, we, didn't, we didn't play our best game. We didn't look like a top 10 defense today. Although we did great on stopping the football and running, we did fantastic. We kept the team to under 80 yards. But then we gave up 324 yards passing. So... It, it was it was tough to it was tough to see that right and a team that we put a lot of money a lot of money in that defensive front to get after the freaking quarterback we came up with only one sack tonight and that was Matt Milano off an edge we got to do better now we did get some quarterback hits on there we had five quarterback hits um but I feel like we could have we 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 could have done way more but what we wanted to do and what we wanted to, to really take full advantage of is taking away the run game because we know that Nick. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? 
I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Chubb is one of the best in this game. And the fact that we kept this man to under 20 yards rushing, was it 20 yards? Am I wrong here? We kept this man to 20 freaking yards rushing, 19 yards rushing. That primo. But man, we got we, we got handled. We we got handled in the backfield, boy. Golly. Uh John Marlowe. What's up, John? John says, I agree, Rico, but all these guys are man, main run stuffers inside. Um, touche, but we have, don't forget, we got AJ Epinesa that's on the outside. We got Von Miller that we paid a lot of money to on the outside. Don't get me wrong. I know that our meat and potatoes are on the inside, but that's what causes us to get these sacks because we push the middle in on the inside. They can't, they can't step up in the pocket, so they got to step outside. So you think that we'd be able to get, get something with all the penetration that we've been getting. But listen, bigger, we, we can't be picky all the time. Oh, we, we got the win that we needed, and we keep that, we keep that rolling. And that's what we need, man. Uh, Randy Proke says, yo, another bingo by Rico. This D-line is not finishing. That's unacceptable. I'm telling you, folks. We needed, we needed more of this defense today, especially with what Allen has been going through and turning the ball over. So, like, dominate the offensive side of the ball. That's what we needed. Epin, was Epinesa out all game or just, like, after the ankle injury was out? Because I didn't really see. I saw, I saw Boogie Basham on the field today. But uh, Epinesa, I didn't see too much of it. Did he, yeah, he left with the boot on. Okay, I know he did start a little bit. I didn't see too much of him. But thank you for telling me that. Um, uh, Roger says, though, I think with us, with us Bills fans, we forget that we probably don't want to show a lot because we are playing there next week uh, to, I think, Frazier took it easy on Brissett. I highly, I highly disagree. <laughs> I highly disagree with all the respect. This had nothing to do with not giving so much and taking away and this, that, and the third because every week we got to do something. The point is we're playing the Browns. We have to beat the Browns, and that's what we did today. And uh, we, we, there were some things that stood out that we need to clean up, but it's certain things that we know we can clean up. So once we little get a little healthier, once we start, you know, we do what we're supposed to do, I think we'll be uh, better for it as we go. But uh, for the most part, not bad. Now, here's the deal, man. There are some things that did stand out to me that I'm, I'm that's still a problem. Uh, still a problem, whether we run this game or not. Now, let me, let me break it down to you guys. Okay. So, Nine passing first downs. Now, we can chalk it up to however you want to chalk it up. Allen being in his head, which is true. Allen is in his own head right now, um, especially at the beginning of the game with, with all the chatter going on around him and him saying that I got to trust everybody else and I got to take the check down when I need to take the check down. It was very apparent. If he didn't like what he saw, he took the check down. Should we call that growth? Do we call that that's what you should do. You're a professional. You got to know if it's not there, take the check down. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you want to call it, I call it self-awareness. He is aware of the mistakes that he was making before and not taking the checks as when he should have, and he did today. And once he starts to take the check downs, right, and defenses realize, okay, he's just going to take what they give him, and then they start to kind of, you know what I mean, play him a little differently, then he might ramp up to back to the Josh that we know where he gets his confidence back as high as it, as it was the first six weeks, and he starts slinging the rock the way he used to with the ability to know that, hey, 
I can check down. So he's got to just get turn that turn that on so he has that balance within his own game, right? Now, nine passing first downs in the first half, all our sorts. It, I didn't like that at all, right? Uh, obviously, we we established ourselves in the run game. Loved every bit of that. Here is a big one. Three for 11 on third downs. Ugh. As much as we won this game, three for 11 on third downs, when the first six weeks of the season, we were up in the 50 percentile, 55%. Half the time, we're getting that. Today, fucking 30, 30%, like 29%, if my math is correct, 29 to 28% completion percentage. I mean, on third downs, nah, man, we can't. We can't. We, you know, that, that shit don't fly. We can't, we can't allow that to fly. You know what I'm saying? So three for 11 on, on third down efficiency, not good, right? Um, 357 total yards to Cleveland Browns, 396. That's the second game that we've allowed over 380 yards uh, total offense. Can't do that. Cannot do that. Um, go, going down, so three, three for 11 on third down efficiencies. Terrible. Here's the big one for me. Two for five in the red zone. We put 31 points on the board today. Thank you, Tyler Bass. But we put 31 points on the board today. But we went two for five in the red zones. What that tells me is we're missing opportunities continuously. We're continuing to miss our opportunities to close out these games and really ramp it on these guys. Something is up. So Ken Dorsey. Dig a little deeper into your red zone bag and figure something out that works for us. Because all year, we've not been a good team in the red zone. We've been hit and miss. And today was a prime example. Two for five in the red zone. Penalties are killing us. We already know that part. But we've got to capitalize, man. It looked awful. So third down efficiency, we are awful today. And on top of that, two for five on red zone, awful once again. We've got to get it together. And that is a bit on Ken Dorsey because his play calling, because your play calling has to be efficient. It's got to be tight. It's got to be what works. You know what I'm saying? So dig deeper because whatever the hell you think is working is not because we're two for five. We're not, we're not in the position to do well in, in the red zone and red zone. That's the money zone. That's where we, we can, you can really put teams away. Our office is good enough to get there, but we're not punching it in. So this became half field goal game. You know what I'm saying? We just, Listen, man, we're playing the Cleveland Browns, but when we play other teams that can actually score and put points on the board, those field goals will not cut it. Those field goals will not cut it. Two for five in the red zone. Can't have that. And here's the worst part. Out of the two for five in the red zone, last week we had seven penalties for 69 yards, something of that nature. This week, eight penalties for 89 yards. We just anted up. We're getting more undisciplined. Get our shit together, folks. Get our shit together. Too many times that we are allowing nonsense to happen in this game, man. We just can't. We just can't take away. Josh Allen had a wonderful first down run to move the sticks. Holding. Roger Saffold. Golly, man. You got to be kidding me. Like, little things like that happen to us, man. We just can't. We can't allow those things to happen. If we want to be one of those teams that goes to the playoffs and starts rocking shit, these performances against teams like this got to be better. We cannot play down to the competition. We're supposed to be one of the best. Like right now, our record is seven and three. And right now, 
we, although we're seven and three, we're a different seven and three team, right? Majority of those wins obviously came in the first half where we were rolling and nobody could really find an answer for us. Now we're playing the last four games. People have been slowing us down. We haven't been able to, we, we've not been able to score in the second half until today. We were able to put some points up in the second half. But today we put up uh, 19 points in the second half <laughs> and we had one touchdown in the second half, mostly field goals. We just got to be better, folks. We got to be better. We got to be better. We got to be more efficient and we got to do it. And last but not least, possession. Possession today, time of possession. Cleveland Brown had 31.22, um, 31, 31 minutes, 22 seconds. And they didn't even run the ball. It's the crazy part. They didn't even run the ball. We ran the ball and we had less time of possession than the freaking Cleveland Browns. Although three minutes, but it doesn't matter. You think with the way we were running efficiently with the football that we would have been the team. You know what I'm saying? With, with the most. But here we are. Here we freaking are. Um, Randy Proke says, yo, six field goals, though, is proof our offense is not working well enough. Can't win that way. You're damn right. You nailed it, Randy. You, you, you see what I'm saying, man? You just can't. You, you're going to go up against a team that has an offense that can score, and you just can't have it. I mean, let's talk about it. We just faced the, uh, the Cleveland Browns. We took down the Cleveland Browns. Who's next on our list? Next on the list, the Lions. <laughs> so we have Lions this Thursday. So hopefully we get our act together and we, we really come down and, and really put it on them, man. So thank goodness for Tyler Bass. You damn right. You freaking damn right. Uh, Rico, the holding cost, uh, the whole, the, the, Rico, the two holding costs uh, caused us to miss two touchdowns and got two field goals instead. And that's the penalties. That's why I had to hit him with a two for five in the red zone and then the penalty because the penalties killed us. The penalties killed us. We got to stop with the buffoonery. We got to stop with the nonsense. And that's exactly what it is, man. Now, Randy brought up something here. Why make Oh, so you're not Randy. Rev. Why is McKenzie still on the field? Dorsey not maximize the personnel. Oof. I need to get into that. I need to get into that. Why are people hating on Isaiah McKenzie? If he can't get that play right there, then why is he on the field? Rev is not the only one saying this, by the way. I saw it all over the internet. Why is he on the field if he can't get that simple play? I would love for you guys to catch. Let me tell you something, man. Uh, you, you'd have to play the game or you've had to play the game or been in those scenarios and situations, you know what I'm saying, to understand. The play that people were mostly talking about today was the two-point conversion. I hated the play call, number one. I wasn't a fan of it, but it is what it is. Two-point conversion. They jet sweep it to Isaiah McKenzie, and Isaiah McKenzie didn't get in. Oh, get him off the field. He shouldn't be on there. Why is he even there? That's a tough, that's a tough one to make, especially if you're, if you're right-handed. If you're right-handed, he was going to the opposite, so he's left-handed, so he's got the ball in the left hand, right? And now... You're not as dominant, right, to make your move. So it's tough, and he's going lateral. So you got to make your cut at one point. It's all about timing. You got to time the cut inside to try to hit that pylon. And you're going, and you're in short, short distance to the goal. Everybody's aware of what's going to happen. There's only so many plays you can call in those positions. It's tough. But you get to say, to call him out and say, oh, he's not, he shouldn't be on the field anymore. Shame. Shame on y'all. I mean, because, when Isaiah McKenzie came out and had a baller of a freaking camp, y'all were praising Lil Dirty. Y'all love Lil Dirty. Lil Dirty was your dude, man. Oh, my God. 
this, this who needs cold beats we got a little dirty that's what all that's what we all we heard that all camp all mini camp we heard that all of a sudden y'all y'all switching up <laughs> y'all switching up he still he still has the ability but guess what you gotta have your offensive corner that puts you in position you know what i'm saying that you can be successful and make those plays but you also have to have your quarterback that can trust the player that he's throwing the football to right he did talk about it he did talk about it but y'all y'all are y'all are sitting here hating on mckenzie like that come on man y'all tripping now do i want to see a little bit more of shakir i absolutely do and i don't want to hear that shakir camp he doesn't know the playbook well enough and this that and the third no 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 if if he can outplay McKenzie, then get him on the field. But for you guys to just shit on McKenzie because saying McKenzie's no good anymore, nah, come on, son, come on now. Okay, he, I, I can't, I can't let y'all just, just, just burn my man's like that. I just can't. Now, can I, can I tend to see a few more plays go McKenzie's way? I'd love to, but that's on your offensive coordinator. Your offensive coordinator's got to have some, some game plans, right? And today's game plan was to get the ball clearly was to get the ball in the hands of Dawson Knox. He was our leading receiver today. So it all depends on the gameplay. It all depends on the game plan. Excuse me. It all depends on who your opponent is and where their weaknesses are. So we found the weakness to be taking full advantage of them with our tight end and taking the check down. And it was there. And he did really well. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we'll, 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 we'll see. And we'll go from there. My man said, yo, Rico, read his numbers. <laughs> Yo, read his numbers. I can read. I can read a whole be a whole bunch of people. Look, Naeem Hines. I, I can read Naeem. I know Naeem Hines is a talented player. You saw it. It's about putting him in the right position to succeed. So, can I say that Naeem Hines is a bum? Well, Naeem Hines is supposed to do that. Look at that jet sweep. He got ragdolled. That was a terrible play call at that moment. Not a good play call at that moment. And y'all made this guy have an eight yard loss, making him look like he can't run the football. How about we put him in the backfield? That's a whole nother conversation for another day because I like what we did in the backfield. It wasn't necessary to have him in there because we had we had our guy in James Cook do well today, which was fantastic to see. And we had our guy, you know what I'm saying, Demon Singletary do what he normally does. You know what I mean? Have success. So I'm not mad at that. But to sit to for y'all to shit on McKenzie, nah, I can't let y'all do that, man. I can't let y'all because y'all, y'all were all in this corner, little dirty. And now you guys don't want him. You guys are being dirty to him. <laughs> come on now be nice be nice now be nice now but anyway uh overall overall looking at what we did today uh i'm not mad at it whatsoever i think uh there for for what it's worth and for how you know what i'm saying how we dealt with the adversity of even leaving buffalo with no practice no meeting with each other everything via zoom trying to get yourself out of the snow and into you know, say the to the airport to the facility, then to get to the airport, fam. You got to give these guys credit, man. They came in with very little time together, and they took they took down Cleveland, and pretty much Cleveland is is they're they're. I mean, I think it was probably done before that, but they're officially probably eliminated by now. You know what I'm saying? And the Bills needed to do that, so now we got to go face the Detroit Lions, and uh, we gotta we gotta go and handle some some things over there. Now, I was talking about the defense. And I was talking about how the defense was getting cooked. Teron Johnson is not if, if, without without any any hit on him too because he was getting cooked last week, and he got cooked again sometime to this week too. Now he does make his plays absolutely, but he was getting he was getting handled too at the beginning because they had Amari Cooper in the slot and he was a little too much for Amari Cooper. So 
we just defensively, hopefully guys get healthy, you know what I'm saying? And we get these guys back up there and, and just we, we can get back to playing the type of football that we want um, and getting Greg Rousseau back. Greg Rousseau back makes a huge difference. Uh, and I knew it did, but I didn't realize how much it did. Um, so Greg Rousseau back would be great. Obviously, Von Miller's stayed healthy thus far, so that'll be nice. And then we can get back to regular football. Tremaine Edmonds coming back. And then we add Trey, Trey White, hopefully an explosive and a ready, a mentally ready Trey White. Then we can get back to ship, shaping us to be preparing to go to the playoffs, man. And if we win enough more games and we're still in there, we can still hit that AFC number one spot. We still got it. We got some teams that we got to play. Obviously, we're gonna t- we took down the Browns today. We got the Lions, and then the gauntlet starts: Patriots, Jets, Dolphins. Right? We got to take down the Lions. That could easily be a trap game, but in this game, it shouldn't be because of how we've been playing. So we need to get our act together. And once we get these two games in, and I I anticipate that we beat the Lions. Then we go into playing the Patriots, the Jets, and the Dolphins. I don't know what the score is right now for the Patriots and Jets. Uh, let me take a look. Look at that Denver game. Denver 10 to 7 in the third. Ah, what a terrible game to watch. And look at that. Look at Dallas. Dallas beating up on the Minnesota. And we let Minnesota just do what they did to us. God, what a league that we are in. What a league that we are in. I tell you, man. Cincinnati is, is up 17 10. Uh, where's the Jets game? I'm looking. I'm. I'm trying to see what this this Jets and Patriots game. How'd that look? The Jets. Oh shit! The Jets lost. They only scored three points. <laughs> Omg! So they lost ten to three. That's what I anticipated from when we played the Jets. I didn't expect them to do a whole lot against us, but they did. What? What a weird freaking league this is, man. Man, good thing we did not lose today. Because if we lost today, we would have been tied with the freaking Patriots at six and four. Oh, boy, what a cluster F that would have been for the AFC East. Thank goodness we won. Philly just squeaked by Indianapolis. My goodness. Washington beat the Houston Texans. We saw that coming. And uh, away we go. But anyway, I digress. I digress. But my goodness, man, what a league this is because it's bizarre. <laughs> Trey bizarre. Trey bizarre. But anyway, let me, let me conclude this whole game and this short week that, we, that we're going to be hitting. All right? So here's the deal. And it's and it's very simple. We were at, we we came out cold, but we fought through it. Was it the prettiest win? No. Offensively, was it more of a balanced win? Yes. We didn't have Allen throwing for 400 yards, four touchdown passes, you know what I'm saying? And we didn't turn the ball over. We actually ran the football like a normal team without the likes of Josh Allen. Can Josh Allen run the ball when the hell, whenever the hell he wants to? Of course he can. But the fact is, we made it a choice to run the football. So uh, it's nice to just get that W. Get that W. Get that winning feeling back in the locker room. You know what I'm saying? And, and know what you have to get to and fight through to get to where you are. You know what I'm saying? And maybe this is what actually galvanizes and gets these guys going to get back on the winning track. And we and we push it and run table going forward because it's very possible to run table. We can definitely beat the Lions. We can definitely beat the Patriots. And then we got the Jets again. And I know we can beat the Jets. And then we face the Dolphins that we got to repay them back for that. You know what I'm saying? That that sauna they had us playing uh, 
back there. But we everybody, everybody on the field lost weight. You know what I'm saying? That game. But we got them to, you know what I mean? We got to go back to them. And then we got the Bears, Bengals, and then Patriots again. We definitely can run the table. We can. One game at a time. Get back on track. One game at a time. And we definitely, we definitely can. You know what I'm saying? So looking, looking ahead and not too much, um, and going back to how we got to where we are and, and what I noticed this whole game. And here's what it comes down to. With Josh Allen, he's the type of quarterback that internalizes. I mean, this is just from what I see, what we read, and watching him the last four years playing quarterback. You know what I'm saying? This guy takes shit personally. This man takes things freaking personally. So when shit's not going well, shit's not going his way, he's going to do everything he can in his power to get the win because all he wants to do is freaking win by any means necessary. But with sometimes with Josh is any means necessary is he's going to make some uncharacteristic plays. But if he feels that that's the way where we're going to try to win this, he's going to do it. This is where you have a veteran offensive coordinator slash, you know what I'm saying, coach in Dorsey to calm him down. But Dorsey's up in the booth. So you know who has to take that reins? That's got to be McDermott. And how often do you guys see McDermott chopping it up with the with Josh Allen? Really like chopping it up, like put him aside and let's talk. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's only so much that you guys see. If you guys are at the games, you guys let me know. But how often do you see it, right? So an offensive coordinator more likely will do that. I would like to see my head coach, when Josh is playing not so great and doing the Josh Allen bullshit, tear his ass up. Tear his ass up and let him know what's good. Because that's what Dable did. Dable would fucking chew his ass out and say, yo, quit the bullshit and quit turning the freaking ball over. Calm down. And you need that. And this is where... Cromer should come in. This is where Joe Brady should come in. You know what I'm saying? And be there. That's why they. That's why McDermott brought these veteran guys. But y'all, are y'all too shook to talk to the the quarter billion dollar man? Last time I checked, you're the coach. He's the player. He should be listening to your ass. Let me bring that back though, because when he's on, he's on. But let's not put too much on him. And that's what I feel. That's been that's been going on. So this is where Ken Dorsey really has to create a game plan that can set up, set him up and this offense for success. A nice balanced, nice balanced game plan where you will throw the rock, you will find your targets, you will get, you know what I'm saying, what you're supposed to do and do what you're supposed to do, but know that we got some horses in the backfield that can run the football. And you saw a great, great uh, example of that today. You know what I'm saying? Um, before I continue on to my point about this game, I got a super chat coming in from my man, Joshua Winder. What's up, Joshua? Joshua Winder says, I think it's Winder. I think it's a Winder. Is a Winder. I'm going to say Winder. Josh Winder comes in and says, hey, man, I work second shift, so I don't ever get to see live. Just showing love from what you guys do at BF. Go Bills. Time to step it up. Shout out to my man, Josh Winder. Josh Winder works the day. He works the second shift. Uh, Josh, if you work the second shift, uh, I feel you, brother. Shift work is, is a tough one. I work shift one which is the midnight to eight shift. Uh, luckily for me, I, this is the birthday week. So I always take my birthday week off just cause I mean, I gotta find, I gotta find my week somewhere to take the time off. So I take the birthday week off and it works out perfectly because I didn't have to know shut down and go to bed early. And then we got a Thursday night game this week. 
which are bueno. So I would like to take that. But shout out to my man, Joshua Winder, for that. I hope I'm pronouncing your name well, uh, Mr. Winder. And uh, much love to you on, sh on, uh, on the shift two, man. Shift two, I mean, shift one is always the best shift. I'll let you, I'll let you know that right now. But uh, you know what I'm saying? Love every bit of it. Uh, my man, Samuel Rivera, says, yo, Rico believed. God did. <laughs> yo, Rico, who believed? God did. Hey, listen, man. We had, we had a game today. We won it. We did what we needed to do. Put the points up on the board and go from there. Now, I can't leave tonight without giving a big shout out to Tyler Bass. Tyler Bass was asked to step up <laughs> today because the offense couldn't finish. And Tyler Bass did just that. Tyler Bass went six for six on one for one and, and uh, on uh, extra point today and had 19 points. 19 points for Tyler Bass today. Tyler Bass was clutch. Tyler Bass came in and was like, what y'all want me to do? Oh, you want me to hit on my field goals? Got you. Six for six. Bing, bang, boom. Bing, bong. Done. Tyler Bass, baby. Let's go, man. Straight Bass, homie. That's exactly what he did. So shout out to Tyler Bass, man. He had some big, I think he had two, two kicks today of over 50 yards, man. So sh good job, Tyler Bass, man. Freaking love every bit of it, man. 19 points scored. Love it. And that's, that's what I'm talking about. It's a three-phase game. It's a three-phase game today. So what, what, did, what did Tyler Bass do for us? I don't want to get specifically what he did for us today in this game. So he hit one for one from 20 to 29. Then he hit two field goals from 30 to 39. Then he hit two field goals from 40 to, excuse me, he had one field goal from 50 plus, and that was a 56-yarder. And he had two field goals from 40 to 49. Kudos to Tyler freaking Bass today, man. Kudos to Tyler Bass. Tyler Bass, he's got back-to-back -back games of over 12 points. He had 12 points against the Vikings last week. He went three for three, and he's he went nine, six for six. He's nine for nine in the last two games. Shout out to you, Tyler Bass. Shout out to you, man. Good shit. That's, that's why we freaking drafted this guy. That's why we freaking we drafted Tyler Bass. You know what I'm saying? Because we knew we needed a guy that we can count on. When it comes down to it, you're going to nail that. Now, granted, no wind, no snow. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? You could do those things. But that kind of gives you an idea if the Bills actually built a stadium that had a dome. You could expect those very things. Maybe if we had a dome, you could expect the run game to be the way it is. I'm just teasing. I'm clearly kidding because that's on Dorsey, and that's what kind of game he's got to call. But Tyler Bass was clutch today. Shout out to Tyler Bass. You did your damn thing today. Kudos to you, man. Uh, but so, folks, the Bills are 7-3. and three. 281 points for, 174 points against. The Miami Dolphins are 7-3. They lead the division right now. They lead the division, the AFC East, at 7-3. They've got the head-to-head -head against us, so that's why they're above us. The New England Patriots are 6-4, climbing up. Watch the New England Patriots try to make this a freaking division, huh? They're going to try to go for that number one spot. Golly, we got to take care of business. And the New York Jets taking the, the L to New England. They're all six and four. So we all in the AFC East have a winning record. How about that? Uh, my man, Edic Dulak. What's up, Edic? Edic comes in and says, yo, I'm hoping today gave the Bills more faith in running game to balance out their offense, playing a balanced and more unpredictable offense. I freaking agree. And I hope this is a trend. 
I hope we start trending towards this way. And if the run game, and if the run game doesn't turn out the way you want it to, and it's not working, this is where you can sprinkle in a little bit of Josh Allen because that's part of his game. But we just can't have Josh Allen lead us in running, lead us in passing, and leading us in everything, right? We need him to lead us to victory, right? But we just can't have him leading, doing everything. There's a difference. Lead us to victory, but we don't need you leading us, doing everything, running, throwing, all that shit, man. It was nice. He didn't have he didn't have a crazy load on him. He had to make the right decisions today, and that was great. A prime example was it was third and nine, and Josh Allen. Instead of, I mean, I would have liked to just run the football there and see what we get from there, but you want to, you mean, put these guys out of their misery, which they kind of already were, but lo and behold, Josh Allen, 39, drops back, doesn't see what he, doesn't like what he sees, rolls out. This is the Josh Allen that we know. Josh Allen will roll out to the right and then buy time, buy time, stiff arm, buy time, and then throw across his body because somebody's going to be there, right? And he did it once already in this game, and it almost got picked off. Almost got picked off. Defender was right there. So Josh Allen, in that position, doesn't like what he sees, doesn't like what he sees. What does he do? Takes the sack. Takes the sack. So he's getting there to kind of like mentally know, I got to hold on to the football. I can't turn the football over. Here's the position that I'm in. I got to think of not just making a play, but I got to think of another down. I got to think of, my team is here. I, they're counting on me not to turn the ball over. And that's exactly what happened. Did not turn the ball over. That's great. That's what we need. That's leadership. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that, man, I, I, the whole team is riding on me, man. I just can't give the ball up like that. I've already got six picks in the last three games. Cannot do that. Can't do that. You know what I'm saying? So if you guys agree with what I'm saying, man, smash that like. Because we are at the position that we just can't have this guy do that no more, man. You just can't. No more. Shout out to my girl, Jessica Lynch. She says, go Buffalo, sending some love and positive vibes from Buffalo, New York. Ain't no snow got to stop us now, baby. Ain't no snow got to stop us now. She's right, man. I mean, you, you, they still have to go back to Buffalo and help their family shovel their snow. Still, it's not over. You know what I'm saying? They left the snow, but they're going to they're gonna return right back to the snow so they can help their families get in there and, and be the neighborly neighbors. And, you know what I'm saying, help out everyone else in your neighborhood to get their their you know what I'm saying? Their driveways cleared and shoveled and all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? So if you have a, a snowplow, yo, lend that snowplow to your neighbor or bring it over there and snowplow his 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 side too. And uh and go from there, folks. Um, but let's uh let's let's put a button in this, man. Let's put a pin in this and say, listen, a W is a W, we'll take it. Nobody's gonna remember how we won this game, what we did. All that matters is the column. And the column is we were able to get in the W. We got in the win column. We're now seven wins. What we got to go right back to one game at a time. We got a game. We've got a short week. They're going right back to Buffalo tonight. And then they're coming right back on Wednesday. So they're going to have tonight to hang out Monday, Tuesday to kind of do what they do. And then back on, uh, back on the flight to Detroit again on Wednesday. And then they're on a game night on Thursday, Thursday afternoon, whenever the game is. So, uh, we'll we'll look to see how this plays out, man. I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be fun. But uh, Josh Allen was was good today. Not amazing, but he was good. And we'll get amazing Josh shortly. But right now, we needed him to be solid. We needed him to not turn the ball over, and we needed him to share the wealth. And those things he did today. 
All right. So shout out to, uh, to Josh Allen. Shout out to Ken Dorsey for establishing the run and committing to it. And that was the big one. We established the run and we committed to the run. Great job, Ken Dorsey, in that manner. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things that we need you to get better on and dig in your bag and be better in the red zone. You know what I'm saying? Try to find a way to get Naeem Hines in, into the game. Giving him the rock somehow, some way. He's been doing a fantastic job of punt and kick returning. Right? He's giving us a big spark in that regard. But reward the guy by getting him on the field and, and doing that. Because right now he's creating for himself when it comes down to punt returning and kick returning. So get him the love, man. Y'all traded for his ass. How are we going to use him? That's on Ken Dorsey. Figure it out, Kenny. You got it, Kenny Dubs. We'll see how you do. So run game, solid. Um, great to see James Cook. I mean, a lot of people think I'm a hater of James Cook. I'm not a hater. I just needed to see what James Cook was able to provide. And he was able to show us something today. I needed to see that because going up to this game, he showed me nothing special. I saw nothing that I was like, nah, he's amazing. No, I saw nothing like that. Today, I saw some good things. I want to see more of it. So hopefully, Ken Dorsey has enough trust in this line, the offensive line, and this run game to continue that going forward, right? And uh, lastly, obviously, I talked about special teams and Tyler Bass and how he did defensively. Not a good game today, defense. Not a good game. Not a good game at all. Tyler Bass and his offense kind of carried us a little bit. Defense, we got to be better. We got to be better. Hold on a sec. Somebody, uh, my man, Alexander Nishimura. Hold on. Nishimura. Yes, sir. Alexander Nishimura Jr. says, hey, Dr. Rico, dropping the prescription knowledge to all Bills fans everywhere. <laughs> Yo, you stupid. Uh, I appreciate that super chat. My guy, Mr. Nishimura. Um, but yeah, for, for the most part, man, a win is a win, baby. A win is a win. Offensively, we know what we had to do. We saw what we needed. Defensively, horseshit. We did not play well today. Defensive was not great. We stopped the run. I'll give them that. That was the lone bright spot, in my opinion, on, on, the, on the defense side of the ball. But Jacoby Brissett just torched us. He torched us. You know what I'm saying? McDermott, you know what I'm saying? You're a defensive coach. You're a DB specialist. Leslie Frazier, defensive specialist. Yo, yo, where's Dean Marlowe at? You know what I'm saying? Did you not? I don't know. I didn't see much of Dean Marlowe today. I saw Xavier Rose get on the field here and there. Y'all got to tighten this defense up, baby. Tighten this defense up because we started off strong. You know what I'm saying? Now we're faltering. Tighten them up. I know we're missing some guys, but tighten them up. Hopefully, I'm going to chalk it up on you guys and have time to practice and, you know what I mean, get some cohesiveness going. So, you guys will go back to Buffalo, do what you normally do. Hopefully, you guys are able to, you know, practice and do what you're supposed to and then get back to it and get back to the way we're supposed to play football going against the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions are a feisty team. They're not just going to give up. So, don't think it's just going to be a cakewalk. But I don't think we are going to make this a cakewalk. This is going to be one of those games where we take it seriously, just as we did this last game against Cleveland Browns. We're going to do the same thing against Detroit. Jared Goff, yay. You know what I'm saying? Jamal Williams can run the ball really tough, but I'm not worried about it because I feel like our defensive front and our, our run-stopping ability is king. I think we do really well at that. We just got to keep it up. And then we go from there, folks. I'm much more worried about our defensive backfield. I need to know what's going on with that. And luckily, we're going up against Detroit. And Detroit, they got some good players out there, but they don't got no, you know what I mean, no Mark Coopers out there. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see how this plays out, and uh, we'll go from there, man. So, folks, that's it for me. 
I really do hope you guys enjoyed the show. I'm, I'm feeling much better. I'm not under the weather as much. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and uh, I said I'd try my best to kind of be upbeat and ready to get this thing going. So I hope I, I provided that for y'all. And then we're back at it again tomorrow with my guy Z-Bot. If he's, if he's back in Rochester, I know he's in New York right now. So who knows how that's going to happen. And, uh, and, then I, and I'm back at it again on Tuesday night with you guys. And then uh, Thursday night's the game. Wednesday, my man Rev is going to be holding down. And then we'll do a pregame on Thursday. We'll see who shows up for pregame. And then we're back at it Thursday night for the game. My man, you obviously know Pierre is going to be doing the live show. And then I'll be doing the postgame show. And that's that, folks. So if you guys are in this chat right now, do me a favor before you get out of here. Smash that like. If you have not subscribed, then you're like, I don't know how to subscribe. It's really simple. There's a button that just says subscribe. Just click it, subscribe, and that's it. You're there. And then you can click the little bell that gives you notifications. And that notification will tell you every time that I go live, every time that Zbot goes live, you know what I'm saying? You will have activity. It's simple. Click subscribe, smash that little like button, and then hit the notification bell to say, let me know when everything is going down so I know when Buffalo Fanatics is doing their thing. You feel me? So that being said, you guys have yourself a great yeah. Sunday. The Bills win. Buffalo Fanatics. I get to celebrate my birthday. It's Don Brown. With some cake. Yeah. And then I'm going to get more cake I'm later. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. So, until next game. time, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Rico the Report. I'm it's the Buffalo fanatic. The I'm Buffalo Bills fanatic. win 31-23 over the fanatic. Cleveland Christian Browns. And that being said, we out. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Catch the rest of the football Sunday. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then back at it again on a short week, Thursday Night Football. And until next time, it's your boy, and I'm gone. Let's go. Hit a Rico, he fired up. We know where we stand on the power ranking. Other teams, fans in the comments hating. We block them all. We protecting Josh. Salute to him. He the general now. Rico got legends for interviews. How the Buffalo Bills got the best fan base. Away games, red, white, blue in the crowd. Hey, I'm a Buffalo fanatic. Play good, be humble. Number 17, the captain. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. I'm a Buffalo fanatic, ayy. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. 
when everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.